Hi, this is Sean and Luis, <laughs> and this is the Love Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a big subject: breakup, <laughs> love breakup. <laughs> Ooh, perfect. <laughs> Uh, as people who've had many breakups, uh, you might be wondering what that squishy sound is. Louise is just cleaning his hands because he's just getting really ready to get his I'm hands... I'm ready for this. I'm getting ready his, ready, this. his hands dirty. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> so, Louise, what, what do you... What's a breakup to you? Uh, ladies first. Ladies first. I'm not a lady. I'm okay, a fucking princess. Princess, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a breakup uh, is to me. What, what what is a breakup? A breakup is a separation, right? Of mm-hmm. saying maybe love is too toxic, or the two people's love is hurting themselves. I think this is, if we go back to like the model that I've talked about before, where love is these two people getting together and like the love is the the growing of their relationship, right? Um, So sometimes when two people get together, it conflicts with their selves, right? Mm -hmm. And it actually sort of attacks themselves or like the, the version of themselves and sort of is not really healthy or good for their own self-identity and means that it would involve too much change. And to me, like, this is what a breakup is. It's like when when one of the people or both people, parties, realize that it's hurting the self too much, right? Like, the, the, and... Um, you know, you don't want to change the other person because changing people is, I mean, change There's is going to happen, yeah. but you can't, you can't force can't someone, forced, yeah. can't be forced to change someone. You can only um, support someone to grow. Mm-hmm. And if someone is doing something that's hurtful to the other person, you know, or, or whatever, like this is like some, a breakup is sometimes needed when the love inflicts, the relationship itself inflicts pain onto the person's like self or ego or like their identity right yeah so um at least this is what my perspective of a breakup is like hopefully a mutual understanding that you know may but typically not a mutual right like most people are like yeah and and people want to even if a breakup happens it's very difficult because people are going to still hold on to that relationship right and it's been ingrained into you. Uh, you've built cer- certain pathways in your mind and you'll automatically go into those pathways and to let those go is very, very difficult. Yeah. Well, now, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you, do you believe uh, that it, love is an attack on the self? I mean, a breakup is a result of someone the love attacking themselves? Uh, I, I, I think breakup is neither good or bad. I think at the beginning it's bad or it has a negative connotation where it happens, people get hurt and whatnot. And then 
as time passes on, then you you realize that the breakup was actually a good thing. It helped you grow as a person, or helped them grow as a person, or become a better person, or it taught you, or it got you closer to love. Right. So a breakup at the beginning, when it happens, it hurts, mm-hmm. and I think I kind of agree with what you said, which is the. Um, I think a lot of times when we meet someone, we fall for a specific person, and then as time progresses, either one of them somehow changes or gets comfortable, or it's it, it just not the person, or just both persons just grow differently, mm-hmm. and it, it's just a, uh, it's 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 just a difference in what both people want at the time and like I said sometimes it's it's a mutual breakup sometimes it's just one person mm-hmm. sometimes it's uh, actually I have no I have no idea which, uh, what I just said it's either mutual or not mutual <laughs> <laughs> it's either one side or not one side yeah. you know <laughs> and I most of the time it's not uh, it's one sided because one person figures out this is not working for them and the other person's mm-hmm. like what are you talking about this is totally working for me and typically that's that's the one, the side where the relationship is not hurting them, right? It's hurting the other person somehow. And, you know, it's sort of like maybe but the- up to the relationship, like, like up to the person to like have more understanding, right? Like sometimes you're in a relationship and you don't know anything about the other person. A little bit, uh, yeah, right? and, and I think, I mean, there's also the possibility that the breakup didn't happen because... Uh, people changed at times it's because the relationship is great but one person is not ready for it and that's the one that usually breaks it up does that make sense like let's say you you start dating someone yeah and but when you say someone's not ready for it well let me oh sorry sorry. let's say let's say you're dating someone you meet a guy uh down the street you you guys are started dating thank you for keeping context gay Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to be thoughtful. <laughs> um, you meet someone, you guys go on a few dates, you guys become boyfriend, boyfriend. Um, and then you guys fall in love and whatnot. Uh, but maybe that other person, the relationship is great, right? But maybe the other person or you have, you haven't had a, you haven't had a relationship with a loving person. So you might not be ready for the love that that other person is giving you or you might be scared of that love because you haven't received it yeah right so you you kind of put your guards up like holy shit i i've been in fucked up relationships before where people didn't treat me right and whatnot and then now there's this amazing guy that it's it's not treating me that way it can't be true it can't be real yeah and that's at times that's when breakups happen because now you're going to start doubting yourself like what the fuck the fuck is going on this can't be real and yeah break it up because i'm scared you would be scared of that uh, of that love yeah some i mean uh right so there's not there's nothing wrong it's not in, it's not breakups don't usually happen because of something toxic i think it's at times just people are not ready ready yeah for that specific love that's true i mean i think that this i mean but it's, it's it really depends, right? Yeah. So I mean, this is not just, uh, but like they're treating it toxic to themselves, right? So it's like they don't understand what they're receiving, 
and as a result, they treat it as toxic, right? They're like, their mind automatically goes, what is happening? This doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even though someone's giving you some form of love, right? you receive it negatively and then or for therefore it results in sort of a toxic yeah. sort of pathway in that person's mind so sometimes a breakup has to happen because they are not ready to receive the love that they're being given right i don't know like i mean they and you know there's several different language, love languages and some people just don't understand like what's happening it, and we are a result of our past patterns right if we don't have we haven't seen that love before Maybe we don't understand how to receive like, yeah, what it like, is. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Right? Like, like I said, if you have had uh, relationships where, like for example, let's say you have a history of relationships where you were the one going more than halfway, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you meet this other person who you don't have to go more than halfway. You guys meet at the, at the center. That's a good thing in terms of a relationship, mm-hmm. but to you, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I'm not ready for this. It, it's a possibility. I'm not saying you would, but yeah. it's a possibility that you would feel that way. And of course, there's the alternate uh, reason, which is when you meet someone and the fucking relationship is fucked up. And at that point, yes, break up. Yeah. I mean... That's a lot of silence. (laughs) I was reading, so I actually didn't pay attention to what you said. Could you repeat it over again? I can't repeat what I just said. You can't repeat? No. Why not? Because then whoever's listening, they're going to get bored of us if I repeat what I'm saying. Okay. You can can listen to the podcast. Oh. (laughs) Then you know what I said. (laughs) I can listen on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'll do that. Uh... So, I mean, summation of what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) I said there's many different reasons of a breakup. Yeah. Sometimes it's because the the relationship is it's toxic and fucked up. So yes, break up. Some other times you have a history of specific love where maybe you were going more than halfway. Uh, you, You were in a relationship. In in my point of view, it's you give and you receive. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have a history of relationships where you give more than you receive and all of a sudden you meet a person where it's balanced there's a possibility you're gonna get scared and afraid and just be like fuck the the, i'm not used to this right and you might break it up that's a possibility i don't know i haven't done it you haven't done the breakout part so i i feel like you're you're making a a a typical situation like where where i'm like someone's scared of receiving love I'm i'm just i'm just I'm, I'm just putting all the possibilities. All the there. possibilities? Yeah. I mean, there's lots of possibilities. I mean, fear is... Uh, I mean, maybe I mean, a good question. about fear already. Uh, what, right? How do you know whether a breakup is necessary? How about that? Like, in the situation you're talking about, uh, is, it, is it actually uh, hurting? Like, if, 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 if the breakup is fear-based, then maybe the, the, there shouldn't be no breakup, right? Like, yeah. when, when is it... When is it a good idea to break up? It all depends. It, it, it all depends on the person, right? If we go back to communicate communication, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you, for example, if I'm in a relationship, at least this is what I think, and at some point, I think of breaking up, or my partner thinks of breaking up, 
there's there's a few things that you can do. It's either do the breakup, done, or you communicate, right? Like what is what is going on? Like what are the issues? Why yeah. why do we think we need to break up? Yeah. Um, uh, there's also uh, characteristics in different people where, for example, I'm a, I'm an optimist, right? So I'm always gonna try, regardless. If you talk to me, I'm gonna try to do something. There's other people that don't want to try it. They're not optimists. They just see something negative and that's it. Done, yeah. Right. Other people, they're like, oh, I, we can work through this and it's going to become better and whatnot. And some people do. They talk about it and they try it. But then the same mistakes or same issues arise again. Yeah. And at some point you're like, oh, well, we tried it. Didn't work. Maybe this is it. Why, when and how and when is it right to break up? I have no idea. Yeah. But I think there's different options that people can take in terms of like communicating and trying and mm. just being like plain I don't give a shit and I'm gonna break up yeah I mean I think that you're totally right it's communication that needs to be like but I want to like have a like a rule right I want to figure out exactly okay when is the breakup necessary when do we know that uh, that they have to move on right like you know, it uh, depends on the person like for me is if someone hurts my heart I think that's it done but I mean if someone hurts your heart you can rebuild trust you can rebuild the relationship it's gonna be really tough it it is gonna be really tough but if both parties are willing to forgive each other it's really really tough I mean why is it really tough it it would be really tough because it it, like I said it all depends on the person I I am a really trusting person I give all my trust right away Mm -hmm. And it's probably one of my strengths, but usually your strengths are your biggest weaknesses. Um, and if I give all of my trust, and then all of a sudden someone breaks my heart, I won't hold a grudge against the person, but I'm gonna be more protective of my trust towards that person now. And it's gonna take a lot of work, mm-hmm. a lot. Well, maybe if the people are both willing to do the work. What? What? What if? I mean, there's strategies to, to get over each thing, right? There are strategies, yes. Yeah. But, like, when, it, when is it, like, bad? When, when is it, like, unable to be, like, rectified? Well, I mean, if, if I'm being honest, and this is more of a uh, heterosexual or maybe all the relationships, if it's abusive relationship, done. But, I mean... To me, that's a done. Like, right away, you need to get out. Yeah, I mean, but, but <laughs> I... I mean, you're totally right, but like, I think that sometimes people are willing to change, right? Sometimes people are willing to figure out a way to make it work, right? Like, when, part of me is always like, when a breakup is happening, like, how do you know when it's the right thing to do, right? How do you know when you've drawn the last straw? Like, and I'm, and I'm like, what, when, when do you say like- When you're not happy, I don't know. Well, but I mean, if both parties want to make it work, then why not try, right? I don't know. I need to be in that situation in order to have a yeah, yeah an answer. It's fair. Then okay. Then well, I don't know what it. Would, I I don't know when it would be like yes or no. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it pretty much just depends on how much the the two parties are able to figure out exactly what's wrong, mm-hmm. right? There Which should be a lot of communication. A lot of communication, yes. right? And once they figure out what's wrong, 
they know what to do to rebuild it back, right? Mm -hmm. And completely aware of exactly what the situation is, and like, and both taking willing to take blame in both the situation, right? That it's not just one person's fault; it's both people's fault, and they, both mm -hmm. people need something to adjust to each other's behavior, right? Like, um, but yeah, abusive is also like if someone has a history of like abuse hitting like I don't know like just anything like that 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 can warrant like you know some uh, some that's that's actually attacking the self right yeah um so let's let's talk about when you have a breakup how what are the stages of recovery what are the stages of recovery yeah you tell me. Well, I'm going to tell you from... You tell me because I need them right now. Uh, well, the the seven stages of a breakup are... One, desperate for answers. Two, denial. Three, bargaining. What's the denial? Interesting. Denial. It can't be true. This isn't happening. You just cannot be without your ex. It feels like you've been you've put everything you are into this relationship it's been your world your life you cannot accept that it's over you funnel every last hope into saving it even at the expense of your well-being you postpone uh your need to grieve its end because it's just too painful to face in so doing you temporarily derail the grieving process by replacing it with unrealistically inflated hope that the relationship can still be savaged. Hmm. Three, bargaining. Four, relapse. Uh, five, anger. Six, initial acceptance. Mm -hmm. Seven, redirected hope. I'm fascinated by the redirected hope. You were leveled by the breakup. You had difficulty letting go, in part because it shattered your relationship with hope. As acceptance deepens, moving forward requires redirecting your feelings of hope from the belief that you can single-handedly save in a family relationship to the possibility that you might be okay without your ex. It's drawing when forced to redirect your hope from the unknown, the known entity of the relationship into the abyss of the unknown. But this is an opportunity to redirect the life force of hope. Regardless, hope is somewhere in your reserves and you will access it again as you continue to allow some meaningful distance between you and your ex. The stages of grief that follow any trauma, breakup included, can happen over the course of minutes or even seconds, across days, months, years, and then switch around without warning, leaving you feeling without foundation, especially in the beginning. You feel alien to yourself or cut off from the world. However, like any emotional amputation, continuing on in life means learning to live without the part of yourself that part of yourself and finding ways to compensate for its loss. Furthermore, recognize that there is a method and a structure of sorts to this chaotic grieving process. Knowing that you are not alone can help you ride it out. Your grieving is part of the human condition. Without it, 
we would be not wired the way we are uh, to handle the most many pains and losses that occur in our lives. As the grieving process progresses, you will begin to see your way through to a point at which you can let go in a more proactive and self-protective way, a way that you may eventually come to understand as a new beginning. Okay. Yeah. So what, what stage do you feel you're in? Hmm. I don't think I have the first two. You didn't have uh, uh, Wait, what desperate for answers. No. I mean, what's the second one? I mean, I think you were that for sure. No, I don't. Yeah, think so. you were like, why is she doing that? No, no, no. I, I wasn't like. You weren't desperate, but you wanted to know answers. Why, right? Why are you doing that? No, not really. No. No, I don't think I. I asked myself why is she doing it. It was more of. Across the borderline, that's it. Mm. Uh, a boundary. Uh, what's the second one? The second one was denial. No, I don't think they had that. No. No. Bargaining. No. Bargaining. You have to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, bargaining with yourself. It's not not necessarily bargaining with another person. You're bargaining with yourself. You're like, no, oh, no, yeah, and you're like discussing like. Yeah, maybe she'll do it. Maybe she won't. Maybe she. Oh, I guess I had some yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, what What about the fourth? Relapse. No. No. What What was relapse? Relapse is where you convince yourself to try again. No. I think it has crossed my mind. Okay. I mean, you haven't thought of like texting. Well, that's different, right? The texting does the, not mean that could be a relapse. No, texting does not mean. I want to try again. It could, but it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Anger. No, definitely no anger. Ex- initial acceptance. I think I, yeah, that I had that. Yeah, and then Probably. redirected hope. I always have hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Do you have hope yet? I mean, before you were telling me that you're like completely done. Mm-hmm. That was just me being dumb. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I'm done with women, they're terrible, they're terrible. Like I told you, like I told you, I always say, I, I don't think I'm scared of anything, but the other day I realized I am scared of only one thing, not seeing a woman ever again. <laughs> <laughs> if you were the last man on earth. That would be scary. Or like last human being, last, or last like there's no more women. Yeah, I that that to me that's that's fear. Why why <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> not in itself, not it's no like woman if again. there was no women in the world anymore, what would you do? That would be scary. Why would that be scary to you? That would we fucking fig- suck. We figured out a way to like you could still make connections with people. You could. Still- oh yeah, I can make connections, but just the thought of not seeing a woman ever again. Well, I mean, men could become like tra- would have. Uh, nope. No, it won't. <laughs> it won't. Just the thought of not seeing a woman ever again. It's really? Scary. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind that all men ran away. I'd be able to, you like... No, uh, I would be able to live, right? But it would be scary. 
just that thought, it's scary. That's that's what I'm scared of. Because because you won't be able to put your dick in anything? No, just I won't be able to admire the female beauty. <laughs> Part of me is just sounds so corny. <laughs> <laughs> You love pictures. <laughs> you can admire the female beauty in other ways. No, but it, it, no, it's also like no pictures, no anything. Just that thought of not seeing a female ever again, it's scary. That is scary. The beauty is gone forever. That is really scary. Well, I mean, people can maybe like all the women are gone, but then people are like, okay, I'm going to start transitioning into a lady. Nope. That, that, I mean, what if it was really good? No, no, no. No? <laughs> We're getting off topic now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to the breakup. Uh, uh. So, broken up, devastated, gone through all the phases. Yeah. And we've talked about that. I mean, I think that, what else can we talk about about breakups? And how it means to love. Like, no, tell me about one of your breakups. We already talked about mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me how you're feeling. Oh, God. Tell me your feelings. I want to know. <laughs> so, my breakup history was I was with uh, a person, a human being. <laughs> okay. And, um, because it was also an open relationship, it got very complicated. Okay. And at a, uh, yeah, it got Which complicated. Which something I cannot do, by the way. Oh no, no, I can't do it. Like after that, I cannot do an open relationship again. I would never do one. Yeah. Uh, it's too complicated. It's too messy, and like you have to be really, like, you have to be, ex, an expert at communication. You need to be expert at honesty. You need to be expert like you can't just be like oh yeah i'm pretty good right no you have to be fucking good yeah like you need to own your shit and be like i am like yes we can totally do open for the right reasons because we can also communicate really really well Mm -hmm. right like you guys need to have like a solid foundation and like a lot of the time you know do people have solid foundations of communication and like they're able to rumble with like hard shit no most of the time people can't like even like in our relationship we struggled with arguments like we would have like an argument and because i would secede to the relationship and freak out so much like i did not have the skills or the tools to just like to to deal with things right mm-hmm. and you know because i had not developed myself enough and like my own voice i sort of lost myself in the relationship and like sort of just built up resentment and uh, fell out of love, right? Like I just couldn't, like I just continued in the relationship and, and because I felt obligated and I did it out of obligation, mm-hmm. right? And consistency and and like, part of me felt like I had to perpetuate it. Like I've started this, I have to continue this, right? And, you know, 
and when communication starts like deviating so much, right? I'm like, I'm no longer in this because I'm interested in the person. I'm just in this because I want to continue a, a, like a consistent sort of reality, right? That I'm with this person and I'm like, I still, you know, and then you just get more and more out of it. And you're like just perpetuating a lie because you're just like, I'm in, yeah, and I pretty much was lying to myself and like, I'm totally, you know, I don't know when it happened, but yeah, and then eventually I went on a, a, a trip and I was like, I'm just not in this relationship anymore. And I, and then we, uh, we broke it off and then I was like, okay, yeah. Did you go through all the phases? Um, you know, I went through a lot of like these. Yeah, I, w- I was like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, so you wanted I, answers, but so answers. we went through a year of counseling. Okay. To try to figure out exactly by a professional, by a professional, but it was it's it's very hard, especially because I was struggling to have my own voice. Mm-hmm. And in counseling, it's about the relationship and you're not like, you're not able to like have your own voice in counseling session about with two people. Right. So it's like still struggling. And yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I when because I was already out of the relationship, like I was just, wasn't in love anymore. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me to see him anytime, but I was out. I think he suffered more than I did, for sure, in terms of the breakup, because it was sort of like, you know, um, yeah, because when I, when I broke up, it was just like, it was hard to, like, I really struggle in single life, and I was struggling with myself, my own identity, and um, so once I was single, I no longer had the, the reassurance of, like, that relationship, right? So the, the hard part was, Letting go of the comfort mm-hmm. of a relationship and being by myself. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the hardest part. Not. Oh, yeah, I agree. The hardest part is, like I said, the hardest part is the, at least for me, is you spend so much time with someone that it becomes like a pattern. We're, we're, we're creatures of pattern and habit, mm. right? So, when you spend so much time with someone, then all of a sudden that stops. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It does suck. Because you've also built up those patterns in your mind, right? Yeah. And you're automatically going to go to them, right? Like, it's a habit. Like, right? go work out, or watch a movie, or uh, fucking have breakfast, have lunch. Yeah. All those little things, they add up, and they become part of your day-to-day. Yeah. Right? And then all of a sudden, you're moving, you're like, what the fuck? It's like moving to a new city. Right? Yeah. When you're in a city, you're comfortable, you have your friends, so and so, and then you move to a new city and everything changes. And you struggle through like the first few weeks to get settled. Yeah. Even when you change jobs. Yeah. That's why people don't change jobs. Because they're scared of the change. Yeah. I mean, the unknown is yeah. pretty scary. But, I mean, if you get n- new hope of... I mean, life, the, life only happens in the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. Life doesn't happen in the comfortable. And 
part of me is like, oh yeah, relationships are great and stuff like that. And you know, pursuit of love is, is important. But it's like, even when you're in love, right? Like, don't just, don't, don't settle for just being comfortable, you know? Explore that love and, you know, make it grow and yeah. build it up, right? Like, uh, love the person senselessly and, and, but don't get comfortable. Don't, don't, like, take it for granted or something like that. Because, yeah, I mean, that's what I did at a certain point. I just took it for granted. I was super comfortable. But it took you time, right, to achieve to this point of... At least this knowledge of like, don't take it for granted. And some people have to go through that time too. Yeah, no, I mean, all these lessons aren't, can't be taught, right? You yeah. have to learn them yourself or like come to these epiphanies to yourself. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, as much as you can see like messages everywhere saying like this and that or blah, blah, blah. You have blah. to actually experience it. Yeah. And then once you experience it, you're a little bit wiser. And, but of course you're still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're all stupid. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Stay stupid. Go go follow love. Break up. Then learn again. Do it again. Then do it again and again and again and again until you really understand life. Right? Like no. Or you just follow what the five love languages say. What is the five love languages? Being say? in love is not a choice. I mean, being in love <laughs> is not something you fall into. You have to work through it. Uh, yeah. Like usually the honeymoon phase lasts an average of two years and then after that you have to work on that love. Yeah. It's not like, oh shit, we're in love so it's gonna be perfect all the time. No, you have to work on it. Yeah. It's true, you're right. I mean, and, and that's maybe why our, our relationship failed because at a certain point, uh, I mean, during the honeymoon phase it was great. Yeah, because you uh, Everything you're kind of blind. Well, also because everything's so new. Yeah, everything's also, new and... and everything's fresh and exciting. And suddenly you get into this comfortable phase, and then you're like, now it's like fuck. Every little thing now annoys you. Annoys you. Yeah, and or, then you have to like learn their first love language or primary love language and whatnot. And yeah, in order to do that, you need to put in the time. And you need to put in the time. Yeah. You need to. Put in the works and uh, yeah, it's tough. So whether to break up or try, what, what's it? When, when do you know? Um, I mean, going back to that question because that's what I'm fascinated. I, 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 okay, when, now we have an answer for you. Okay, good. After, oh, after oh, the oh, podcast. oh. <laughs> I can't give you the answer now. What do you answer? No, 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 no. I mean, this is my answer. Fifty no, years from no, 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 no. now, this, you're, this is my answer. This is my answer. I think. I I think there's no strict answer on when to break up and when to try. I think as you go through life and you experience all these things and you come to that epiphany of what being in love and and just uh, falling in love means and uh, not taking love for granted, that's when you realize and you decide this is something that I need to give it a try and not break up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a matter of experience and then at some point you have this epiphany of like no wait there's no need to break up this we just need to work on it yeah so there's no definitive answer there's no like oh this is when you break up yeah you just need an epiphany yeah i think it's just as you go through life and you have and go through experiences then you're gonna find your own individual answer um, uh when to break up and not to break up Because the answer is always within. Yeah. All the time. 
And if anyone tells you advice of exactly what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do, that's bullshit. Yeah. You should listen to yourself. We know our own answers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, today I read a quote that was amazing, and we can finish on that. Oh, yeah? And I, I loved it. Oh, oh, it's always good to end in a quote. Somehow one statement that means everything. Oh, I have two quotes, actually. Uh, this is one that I had written down a while back, and I found it by chance today. And it says... I don't carry any hate in my heart. If I loved you before, I still got love for you, mm-hmm. but stay away from me though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that one's a little funny. Uh, the other one is, um, it relates to the whole memento mori, which is you can leave life right now, let that determine what you do and say and think. Repeat the last one. You could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good one. I have one for you. Tell me, tell me. Okay, actually, I have a question, actually, that I, I'm going to push on the breakup thing, and then I say this quote. But if a breakup happens, is there still love? Yes. The love never goes, right? I think the love never goes. So, yeah, I think, it, it, I think when you love someone, love is still going to be there. Right? Yeah. I would be really surprised if it's like love is gone. You're yeah. still gonna love that person, yeah. right? Um, so yes, my answer is yes. Yeah. There's still love, regardless yeah. of whatever's going on. Yeah, really goes. It's just that uh, you know sometimes the two people need to separate, right? Because the love is, as I was saying before, hurting yeah. one of the persons, right? Um, so this quote here: I may have lost someone who didn't love me, but you lost someone. Who truly loved you? I like it. Send that to me. <laughs> I want it. I like it. I don't know. What does it mean to you? I may have lost someone who didn't love me, but you lost someone who truly loved Oh, that's super, like, passive-aggressive almost. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> that's a little fucked up, but I like it. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah... Uh, it's uh, a little dickish, and I love it. Uh, it's like you lost me. You're welcome. This is like on the side of like, un- like someone was like, I need to break up with you, and then this is like the, the person was like, I don't. They don't understand why they had to have a breakup because the other person was being hurt, right, or scared, right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons why, and I think that for sure, fear is a bad reason to break up. Yeah, it is. Fear and hate. Yeah, because like I said, I think at the end of the day, communication can help a lot. Yeah, well, like, with fear and hate, right, or resentment, those can be cured, like, through forgiveness and... uh, Which is what we're going to be talking about next week. Yes, yeah, next week we'll be talking about forgiveness. But, like, hate can be cured with with forgiveness, and then resentment can be cured... what is it? Fear can be cured by looking at that fear and figuring out exactly what you're scared of, right? Yeah. So the other person can support the person through getting through these things, right? So I think those are like one of the, the two common things that, that hamper on love, right? And they can be addressed. So like almost I feel like every situation in a breakup you could almost cure if people are willing to do yeah. that, right? Like, I don't see a possibility of like, like for me, for my breakup, we could have done something yeah. if I was able to get the time and space to figure out 
how to say my voice, right? And be supported in speaking up, right? And I still struggle all the time in all my relationships, or like in all my friendships, speaking up and saying my voice. And, um, you know, people have to be very patient with me because it, it's it's constant struggle. Yeah. Um, but if people are willing to, you know, push through it, then, you know, they get, they get this. And then, you know, so maybe if you're able to forgive and then rebuild from my broken trust, you could also, you know, continue a relation, that relationship. Strongly agree. Yeah. But I mean, of course it requires both people to work on it together. Yeah. It's a mutual effort. Yeah. And that's why love is some least needs at least two people or a relationship needs at least two people. Yeah. Though, of course you have a relationship with yourself and blah, blah, <laughs> but, but sometimes, or at least the love we're talking about is two people, maybe more, but <laughs> that'll be another conversation. Me, myself and I are three. Well, I mean, I don't want to talk about polyamory. I mean, that's going to be an interesting conversation. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about that? I, I, I think we will see. I mean, we're going to talk about that. It's a, I'll if just you, be silent the entire time. Well, if you don't want to talk about it, I think it's even better conversation. Like, your opinions on it are going to be so fascinating. Um, sure. Okay. But uh, that's for another one. Next talk will be love forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. It was so lovely. Now, thank you so much. And this is Sean. And Luis. And have a great day and break up. <laughs> but don't break up. <laughs>